the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I've been hearing uh, many stories over the last few months about the Olentangy School District and uh, the way that the system is going south. And one particular instance that came to my attention uh, involves a woman named Tony Evans. Uh, I have met Tony, just met her Sunday. I have been commiserating with her on email. Tony is uh, a former employee of the school, and that's kind of why I wanted to have her attorney on the show. His name is Tom Condit. Tom represents Tony and has filed a lawsuit in uh, Delaware against three employees of the Olentangy School District. But, Tom, the suit is not filed against the district. It's filed against these individuals. Tell me a little bit about the lawsuit, and then we'll get to the why of the school district not being named. Okay, sure. Well, thank you for having me. Um, So Tony Evans has worked for the Olentangy Local School District for over 20 years. Um, the last 13 of which um, had she was a study hall monitor. Mm-hmm. She has an AIDS certificate, for, you know, under the Ohio Department of Education, and she was a study hall monitor, and therefore had a lot of contact, uh, daily contact with kids, you know, in the high school. Um, and so, come April 7 of this year. She made the comment to a student while she was cleaning the room first period, Bob, can you believe that China was responsible for spreading the COVID virus and now they are profiting off of sales of PPE? This was to a high school student. Okay. By 5 o'clock, there's a message on her phone to that she should not come into school the next day until there's an investigation. And they held what their attorney has characterized to me as a pre a pre a pre disciplinary investigation meeting uh, where she's entitled to bring an attorney. So she brings a personal friend of hers who's a real estate attorney, and they don't really know as they arrive. They don't really know why there's an investigation or. Why She might have known it had something to do with her comment, but they didn't understand anything of why this was a disciplinary issue. Sure. But, you know, they learned at this meeting where, and, and, and Tony Evans is, you know, in one way a smart, tough lady, but very emotional over this. And she even says, she, it was, we say in the complaint, it was so surreal, she, it was so distressing to her, she doesn't in a way, remember a lot of the meeting, but her attorney does, and, you know, they really didn't learn until they were there that her statement was uh, characterized by the school as bigotry and um, a microaggression. Oh, my. Yes, a microaggression, and, you know, 
I've had a lot of schooling in my life. I'm not a stupid guy. I still have no idea what that was. <laughs> so what's the upshot yeah. of this? She, they, they suspended her. They fired her. What well, has at, happened? Well, after the meeting, they met. They, they kind of and, and the three, the three people that were at the meeting for the school district, and these are the three defendants in the lawsuit. Is a lady named Jennifer Eisman who works for the Office of Human Resources for the school district. And she's the one that completely ran the meeting. And then Michael Starner, the principal, James Kim, the assistant principal of Liberty High School, who basically said nothing during the meeting. And after a certain exchange of info, the whole thing took 45 minutes or less. They caucused, I guess, for a few minutes, came in and said, well, we're not going to make a decision tonight. But the next day, they contacted her attorney and said, we're basically beginning termination of her employment. She is a self-supporting 68-year-old woman. And the, the, the fact that, they, well, the school then reported the, the so-called misconduct uh, to the Ohio Department of Education. So she's being investigated for that and is basically unemployable uh, at other you know, Ohio school districts until that's resolved. All right. So our guest is Tom Condit. He's the attorney for Tony Evans. Tony is a longtime employee of the Olentangy School District, a study hall monitor. She made a comment in a conversation with a student that the the, the COVID-19 uh, originated in China. China's now profiting off of it, given the sale of PPE equipment manufactured in China. This results in a meeting with three Olentangy school officials, and she's fired. She's lost her job. So this right. Well, let me let me let me finish the story on that. They offered to her attorney the the option that she could resign, and so after she heard the options and understood that by resigning, it would not foreclose her from getting a job at other school districts, she resigned under great duress and you know it's like having a gun to your head and um and so the school district's position is well she resigned we accepted her resignation that's it so we are saying no not no no <laughs> yeah so this was this was under duress it was it's a blatant first amendment violation and um and so we're so that that'll be part of the battle but they're they're claiming it's a resignation we're claiming it's what's called a constructive eviction, where they have a they, I'm not even I'm sorry a constructive uh, termination, where they it's basically a firing. So that'll be one of the debates. But you know, again, a gun was to her head, uh, proverbially speaking. And and then with time, she was so distressed. She really had. She she's been under the care of doctors. She's on an anxiety medication. She's got she's got true emotional distress that's ongoing over this, and. Um, and so finally, though, after a month or two, she decided, I'm going to talk to an attorney. I'm going to, I mean, not, not her friend who doesn't do litigation, but so she, anyway, through some contacts, she reached me and I met with her and I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of federal court and constitutional work in my 32 years as an attorney and, and for First Amendment work. So this is blatant. And I thought, you know, this, this shouldn't stand. This is so, so, so we, you know, we filed a lawsuit yesterday against the three administrators who actually had their hands on this firing. And, um, and, and uh, you know, there's, there's reasons of, of you know, the liability theories for 
or a governmental entity, whether it's a city, a county, a school board, or some other kind of governmental department, liability for the government is a bit of a different analysis than the liability for the individuals who actually participated in the violation. So we only sued the three individuals. We expect that with some discovery, uh, you know, the liability of the school board itself would be, um, you know, would, 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 would surface and we could always amend our complaint to reflect that. But for now, we, we just sued the three individuals. Very good. Tom Condit, the attorney for Tony Evans, former Olentangy Schools employee, uh, filed lawsuit yesterday, Delaware Common Pleas Court against Michael Starner, the principal at Liberty High School, James Kim, assistant principal, and school human resource officer, Jennifer Eisman. Uh, what are you asking for? Do you ask for damages in this case, or will this be well, litigated we, in court? We, we ask for two things, and, and uh, the way the pleading requirements are, and we did, even though there are federal constitutional claims, we filed this in the Delaware County Court of Common Pleas, which has jurisdiction over federal claims as well. And um, so the pleading requirements in Ohio, uh, I, I, I simply did, uh, I simply pled in the complaint uh, compensatory and punitive damages, both in excess of $25,000, and also for reinstatement to her position. So those are the two things that we asked for in the complaint. I will say, I, I think an important factual matter to understand, even for first, on, on, in terms of the First Amendment issue, this whole thing of China, as you know, it's been almost from the beginning of the COVID so-called crisis, um, you know, it's been out there that this, you know, what did this virus come from the lab in Wuhan or was it from some wet market or from somewhere else? And I think now, as we got into this year, it became more and more clear, this came from the lab in Wuhan. And by April, this whole thing was very much a, right in the center of the political discourse, all the news shows that, you know, Fox, CNN, NBC, ABC, they were all, this was, this issue was very much in play on the nightly news every day. Yeah. So, so the it's not like she made something up, said something outrageous, attacked any individuals. It was simply, you know, a question that I think tried to expose the irony, you know, to me, the question could be just interpreted as, isn't it ironic that China caused this crisis and now profits from it? Yeah, yeah, it seems very harmless to me as well. Uh, yeah, I, I think the idea, the idea from the school district is this was bigotry against Asian people. And it's just absolutely outlandish. Yes, but not surprising, given what we've seen from the Olentangy School District, uh, sadly so. Not surprising, and I will tell you what, what I even say in the complaint is that this is. I, I talk about, in fact, I'm looking at it right now. Paragraphs four point two three and four point two four. In fact, I'll read them. They're fa they're fairly short. Uh, paragraph four point two three says, both prior to and after Evans' forced resignation, Liberty High School has been a continuous platform for the promotion of leftist, Marxist communist ideology, including the promotion of Black Lives Matter, critical race theory, white privilege, gay pride, and transgenderism. And then paragraph 4.24 says, meanwhile, the values and ideologies of people like Evans, meaning Judeo-Christian values and an appreciation of Western civilization, 
are suppressed, mocked, or even punished. And that, to me, is what we're really dealing with here. And it's coming out from school boards all over the United States with parents rising up now when they see the kind of garbage taught to the kids. And, and, and scandalously, now we have the Attorney General of the United States deciding that maybe parents should be investigated as domestic terrorists for rising up in anger against these communists on the school board. They're the enemies of parents, the enemies of children, and they have every intention of purging any traditional thinker, any patriotic American, anybody with Christian values, they've got to get them out of the school so it can be full communist, full throttle. And that's what I believe personally, and I believe that's what's going on in, at the Owen Tangy local school district. Well, I certainly wish you well with your suit. I believe Tony Evans should be reinstated to her job. Uh, I believe that long before I met her. I believe it more so now that I've heard uh, how this transpired. Is there a way that concerned citizens in the Olentangy School District can uh, help her either, uh, you know, tangibly or intangibly? Well, there's a school board election in about three weeks. And I, I don't recall, I'm not familiar individually with the individuals on the board or how many of them are up for re-election uh, this a month, you know, next month. But I think people should should, uh, if we can have faith in our elections, which is a different question, but I think they ought to speak at the ballot box of what kind of board members uh, would would support this uh, versus which ones would oppose it in terms of the action taken by the school. And her resignation was accepted by the board, I think, on uh, April 22nd. Um, I, 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 it's not, you know, this is a, I can't assume that the board members even understood what went on, which is why I didn't sue the board. I right. mean, who knows what was presented to them? Were, were the full facts really presented to the board, or were they just told, well, you know, Tony Evans is resigning, and the board said, that's fine, we'll approve that, we'll accept the resignation. So that we don't know what the board members knew, but I think the voters should ask the board members, what do you know about this? Do you support this terrible firing of, of a loyal employee who loved the kids? The kids loved her. Yeah. We had parents and kids show up at court yesterday. We had a press conference, put out a press release to 300 Ohio media outlets. None of them showed up. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, well, I'm not we interesting but not surprising. Not surprising, but I would say let the people of the Board of Education know before the election Get what they understand. Get get them to commit. We'll turn this around before before we filed. Literally a month ago, in or in August even, I sent a letter to, to the board of to the head of the board, Superintendent Mark Race, and I demanded two things: reinstatement and ten thousand dollars for Tony Evans. And I said in the letter, "Look, I'll even waive my attorney fees. I don't I don't need fees at all for this. We can resolve it right now." Is ten thousand plus reinstatement. A response from the board attorney rejected that. Made a statement of why they don't think they've got liability for anything. And so now, if I prevail, I'm sure people read this in news news articles all the time. If we prevail, proving constitutional claims for Tony Evans, and we we get some money damages if it goes to trial. Um, you, you know, my the law is the school district will have to pay all of my attorney fees which if it goes to trial will be six figures. 
I've, there's plenty of civil rights cases where the public officials who have the ability to settle a case and get rid of it for relatively low dollars, they've got too much pride, too hard of an ideology, they're not going to negotiate, they're not going to agree to anything. Three, four years later, they're paying six figures out of taxpayer dollars that they could have settled for a fraction of that years earlier. Citizens and from the Owen Pandy local school district should keep an eye on this and talk to the board members and say, how much money are we putting at risk here because of this ideology we're seeing from our school board? Well, we got to put heat on them about this. Well, Mr. Condit, I appreciate what you're doing, uh, standing up for Tony Evans in this case. I appreciate you sharing the information with us here on 98.9 The Answer, and I thank you for your time. Thank you. God bless you. I ran along with attorney Tom Condit, so I apologize. This will be a short segment, and then we'll get back at 1233 with the latest on the Urban Meyer situation. Uh, It has caused a remarkable reaction from uh, Urban's wife, Shelly, something I never thought she would do. It's not bad. uh, She's not divorcing him, okay? That would have been a great tease, but I'm not going to tease you that way. Uh, Our president teases us that he has a sentient mind. Listen to Joe Biden tout the progress that his vaccine threats against major U.S. employers have uh, caused. These requirements work. And as the business roundtable others told me when I announced the first requirement, that encouraged businesses to feel they could come in and demand the same thing of their employees. More people are getting vaccinated. More lives are being saved. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs, look at the bigger story. I've spoken with Scott Kirby, CEO of United Airlines, who's here today. United went from 59% of their employees to 99% of their employees in less than two months after implementing the requirement. 99%. 99%, he says. He's touting that. Like his thing. To, and did you notice the constitutional end around there? He said, you know, when I said that, then it gave companies license to demand that of their employees. And he's right. He says, don't pay attention. Hundreds of firings. United fired 600 people. 600. 600 families. He doesn't care about the 600 families. He does not care. Now, here are the true numbers from United. They have 67,000 employees. 96% complied with the mandate by the time Biden announced it. So they only had 4% out, which is 2,000 people asked for exemptions. Is it possible that a lot of... United employees had the vaccine and just didn't feel like it was any of their employer's business and didn't tell them? Yeah. Because once the deadline approached, they started getting confirmation from a lot of people that they had, in fact, been vaccinated. And the 2,000 seeking exemptions dropped to 593 and then dropped to 320 after the deadline. They fired them all. Fired them. But it's hilarious to me that he's like, well, they got 99% vaccinated. Well, yeah, but... That leaves out the people who got fired because they wouldn't get vaccinated. You put 600 people out of work. And your jobs report today was an epic disappointment. Uh, Economists say that uh, yet another, count them up, disappointing Joe Biden jobs report. 
is creating, quote, a terrible economic situation. We have a lot of factors that are making it difficult for people to get back to work, and now we've got these vaccine mandates where people are getting fired. Yeah. What does he care? He doesn't care. Because if you're out of work, it'll make you just that much more agreeable to taking your free government check, depending on how many kids you have. And then you become enslaved to Uncle Joe Biden or Auntie Kamala. And that's the way they want it. They want to give you no recourse to make a living on your own. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 